Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, The Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. What's up, Tournament Podcast Universe? This is former WWE <laughs> champion and two-time <laughs> challenge winner, Mike, Mike the Miz, Miz Mizanin. We're here to host the results bracket, uh, the results episode of the Tournament Podcast, which challenger is better bracket. <laughs> now over to your host, Trent Dozier and Nia D'Amelio. <laughs> you guys Great sh- impression. <laughs> you guys should um, like pay Miz for a cameo to do that. Yeah, I just, honestly, should. as I started doing that, it, the thought did come to mind. Um, but it's too late because this would have been the episode. <laughs> this would have been the episode. <laughs> It'll for never happen again. Uh, I'm Trent Dozier. She's Nita Emilio. He was Mike the Miz Mizanin. <laughs> and once again, we are joined by special guest Bryce Dozier. What up, B? Nice. Hey, how's it going? How's everyone doing? Here we are, right where we expected to be, I feel like. Exactly yeah. where we expected to be, but. There were some bumps along the way that definitely surprised me. Yeah. So there were some interesting head to heads for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Some interesting yes. results. Yes, as we all know, this week's uh, tournament was which competitor from MTV's The Challenge is the best challenger. Voting took place all week, Monday to Sunday, and we are here to give you the results. This episode's dropping on Monday. Who knows when you're listening to it, but the time has come for us to reveal now before we get into the numbers i do want to address some i'll say concerns from people on the challenge subreddit um there was one overarching concern that a lot of people um mentioned in multiple posts when we would post the poll i just want to address it and i didn't want to do it on reddit because that would have been counterproductive a lot of people said that they wished this was a this was two separate brackets, male and female. And I understand where that argument is coming from. Like I I get it truly, I promise you. Here's why we didn't do that. One, we're not doing two separate brackets. That's just not how the podcast works. But two and more importantly, in my opinion, that's not how the game is played. So any anybody can win the challenge and everybody's always up against each other and so that's just how it's gonna be yeah i mean maybe next season for the next season's bracket we do a male winner and a female winner but this season you know it's it's anyone's game yeah so that was our thinking if you would like to do your separate brackets then do it on your podcast and i'll (laughs) vote (laughs) man i've also never interacted with anyone like over like on the comment section of Reddit or YouTube or anything like that. It always seems like a really crazy thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most everyone was nice about it. But but I was that kept coming up and so I was like this is why we did it this way. Just was that what was that the main commentary on it? 
Yeah, I the funniest the funniest comment that we got was um, Polly would be so pissed that he's ranked beneath somebody else. I think Zach. Oh, Zach! How can we get the, him this to him? How can we get Polly to see this? <laughs> Someone sent it to him. I'm sure he. I op- hope so. I'm sure Polly opens every bit of uh, direct message, fan yeah. mail. I bet you he reads all of it. Yeah, Polly's active in the DMs, as they would say. <sighs> Jesus. All right, should we get into it now? Yeah. Let's yeah, I'm ready. Trent's got all the numbers, so let's hear it. results here we go we uh of course this was a 64 seed tournament so we'll break down each region and then we'll get into the final four we'll start with the top left region the opening round we have the one seeded johnny bananas uh easily moved past the 64 seeded josh martinez advancing with 88.6 percent of the vote the fact that this wasn't Honestly, 100 that's to too zero. Low. That's too low. Yeah. 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 That's too low. Ridiculous. <laughs> I, think you guys, right... I think you guys have some blind listeners who are just like, I'm just clicking wherever. You know, that's how yeah. Josh got some votes. <laughs> I think so. Compare, honestly, there are some people in here. There were a couple of hundred to nothing percentage wins in the opening round. And the fact that Josh got votes and some of these other people didn't is disgraceful. And that will be revealed shortly. <laughs> uh, the 32-seeded DM defeated the 33-seeded Tanya, advancing with 88.2% of the vote. The 17-seeded Zach Nichols eliminated the previously mentioned 48-seeded Polly Calafiore. Uh, Zach advances with 68.6% of the vote. That's a very polarizing one. Both hateable guys. Yeah. Both extremely hateable. The 16 seed Katie Doyle defeated the 49 seed at Dan Setzler, advancing with 85.3% of the vote. Kenny Santucci, Mr. Beautiful, the number nine seed, uh, pretty easily moved past the 56 seeded Hunter B. Who I just heard on Final Reckoning say, I'm more nervous than a long tailed cat in a rockin' chair shop or some shit like that. And I was like, I fucking hate Hunter. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kenny <laughs> Kenny wins the matchup with eighty two point nine percent of the vote. That's why I actually took his money. Uh huh. <laughs> this uh, this next matchup, the twenty four seated Corey Wharton versus the forty one seated Kyle Christie, this was the one that got the most comments about like this is unfair, this is the hardest yeah, matchup. People were like, How does Corey beat and they, they were right. This was this was the toughest one. But uh, f- uh, three votes separated them in the end. Mm. Corey advanced with 54.3% of the vote. It was the closest opening round matchup we thought ahead of time, and that proved to be correct. The 25-seeded Robin defeated the 40-seeded Julie, advancing with 78.8% of the vote. And finally, the 8-seeded Veronica defeated the 57-seeded Casey Cooper. Veronica advances with 88.2% of the vote. That one's pretty surprising. I th- surprising. I, I think maybe I like Casey more than the rest of the world. I don't know. I always thought of Casey as like a more prominent figure in challenge lore, but I guess she's not. No, I think, you know, I don't, you just, Veronica has more wins or is tied with the most wins for any woman. Um... And this is an argument I'm going to make a little later, but, you know, she does have the most wins, but they all came in team wins, like, within the first ten seasons of the show. So it just doesn't, 
I don't know. She wasn't. She didn't like dominate really. You know. Yeah. She just. But then to be again, there. yeah. Then again, Casey was also very much happy to be there. Uh, Ev is the only other woman with three wins. Ev and Veronica, and then there are a couple ladies with two wins. Um, but then obviously Johnny the most at seven. CT and Darrell have four each, and then Derek, Jamie Murray, who we discussed on the previous pod. Jordan, Kenny, and Landon have three wins also. So those are the tops. Anywho, <laughs> uh, round two for the uh, top left region. The number one seeded Johnny Bananas kind of blew out the 32 seeded DM. Johnny advanced with 83.5% of the vote. No wow. surprise there. Wow. I did for me. Yeah, no I, surprise. I there. thought it would have been closer, and as you remember, I even predicted DM could possibly upset Johnny because everybody loves DM and everybody hates Johnny. Not surprised DM won or that bananas won, but I am surprised it wasn't a little bit closer. Yeah, agreed. I mean, DM barely got more percentage of the vote than freaking Josh did. I mean, that's she, disgraceful. That's D- gross. DM's got to be the most beloved figure in challenge history. Outside of TJ, maybe? Yeah, I think so. I mean, honestly, probably more than TJ, but... 17-seeded Zach defeated the 16-seeded Casey... Or, excuse me, Katie. Katie Doyle. Zach uh, advanced with 74.2% of the vote. This is another one where I'm not surprised Zach won, but I am surprised Katie didn't get more of the vote. Yeah, no love for Katie. I think we just underestimated Zach's charisma. It's just through the roof. The guy just gets fans even though he's despicable. He is so terrible. <laughs> and that's, I'm he's a fan. A, yeah, um, I know. Jenna's about to pop. Yeah, any literally any, <laughs> like today she could yeah, give birth. She could be in the hospital right now. The number nine seated Kenny defeated the 24 seated Corey, uh, advancing with 75.3% of the vote. And the number eight seated Veronica defeated the 25 seated Robin, advancing with 84 point five percent of the vote neither of those were close uh which i think we we both predicted the uh semi-final matchups for the upper left hand region of the bracket were the number one seeded johnny bananas easily moving past zach johnny took 90.7 percent of the vote not close yeah zach really he reached his ceiling you know And then the number nine seeded Kenny, as we predicted, defeated the eight seeded Veronica. Kenny advanced with 79.6% of the vote, setting up the final matchup of the one seeded Johnny Bananas versus the nine seeded Mr. Beautiful Kenny Santucci. And in the end, also not close, Bananas advanced to the final four with 71.2% of the vote. More, yeah. more of a battle there, but still not really close. Kenny's what I like to call a comics comic, where if you're like, if you watch the challenge, then you're like, oh, Kenny. But if you know, mm-hmm. if you're casual, you mm-hmm. know, bananas is like Carlos Mencia, you know, before he stole the jokes <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Actually, no, he is like him when he stole the jokes because he took Sarah's money. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we move to the bottom left side of the bracket to see who would take on Johnny Bananas. He's got a fake more interesting. Four. He's got a fake name. You know, it all checks <laughs> out. They're all the same. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was just going to say this. There were some more interesting things in this uh, yes. quadrant. 
Yes, the bottom left half of the region was probably the most we, interesting We really region should have the named whole. the regions. I know. <laughs> Top left, bottom left. Uh, okay, here we go. The four-seeded Weston Bergman defeated the 61-seeded Tory Deal. West advances with 85.7% of the vote. The 29-seeded Landon defeated the 36-seeded Rachel Robinson. Landon advances with 75.8% of the vote. More on Landon in the next round. Big time. Uh, the 20-seeded Jordan defeated the 45-seeded Gen G. Jordan advances with 79.4% of the vote. The 13-seeded Paula Walnuts pretty easily handled the 52-seeded Jody. Paula advances with 71.4% of the vote. The 12-seeded Abram defeated the 53-seeded Teresa, advancing with 71.4% of the vote. The 21-seeded Coral defeated the 44-seeded Jamie Murray, who had never lost a challenge until now. Coral (laughs) advances with 88.2% of the vote. In a slight upset, but one we predicted, the 37-seeded Ashley Mitchell, Millionaire Mitchell, defeated the 28-seeded Susie Meester. Ashley advances with a thick 80% of the vote. When Mom was doing the vote, she was like, why do they call her Millionaire? And I was like, because she won a million dollars. And Mom was like, that's stupid. (laughs) Uh, And the final matchup, the number five-seeded Anissa defeated the 60-seeded Adam King. Anissa advances with 74.3% of the vote. That was the second biggest conversation about Reddit was why was Anissa the fifth seed? Yeah. And I was like, you gotta listen to how we did this. <laughs> to which, to which, to which I, the man who made the bracket, would say, agreed. Yeah. How is this possible? <laughs> but it's all about longevity. This was out of our hands. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we could, you could, as the master of the list, I feel like you could have just gone in and been like, no, nah, but she's not the fifth seed and moved her down. Yeah. But, but as we said, as we said we before. As we've said before, the point is not for us to rank everything. The point is for us to just rank everything so everyone else can vote that's on why the we, tournament. And that's why we do a bunch of dumb math anyway. Yeah. Because I don't want to be the puppet master. I don't want the responsibility. Yeah. Of, yeah. I want to be able to say it was the math. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> you want to be. You want to be Bruce Nolan, not Bruce Almighty. <laughs> exactly okay we move to the quarterfinal matchups for the bottom left hand side of the bracket where we have the biggest upset of the whole tournament i would say here he comes the 29 seeded landon upsetting the four seeded west landon advances with 57.7 percent of the vote wow another comment mom had was what's up with landon's hair yeah what is up with landon's hair that was on inferno too yep looked like a What's it called in the Grinch? He looked like he's from Whoville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the 20-seeded Jordan Wisely had no problem dispatching of the 13-seeded Paula. Sad for me. Jordan advances with 81.4% of the vote. Thought that, that was another one that I thought might be a little closer, but it was not meant to be. Two-time champ Paula falling to three-time champ Jordan. Sad. Um, as we predicted, the 37-seeded Ashley Millionaire Mitchell blows anisa the five seed out of the water (laughs) ashley advances with 86.6 percent of the vote and finally in one of the closest matchups of the whole tournament separated by three votes former lover former lovers the 12 seed 
Farmer Labber. The 12-seeded Abram defeated the 21-seeded Coral. Abram advances with 51.5% of the vote. Wow. And this one, this one was back and forth all day. Yeah. And Coral was winning for a time. She was. Wow. That's but a pretty... End, that's unbelievably close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three votes separated them. Mm-hmm. But wow. it wasn't meant to be. Abram just has the will to win. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so that gave us uh, final four matchups um, in this section of the bracket of Jordan versus Landon and Abram versus Ashley, where Landon kept the run going. The 29-seeded Landon defeated the 20-seeded Jordan, advancing with 57.4% of the vote. And the 12-seeded Abram defeated the 37-seeded Ashley Millionaire Mitchell. Abram advances to the finals final matchup of the region with 75.9% of the vote. I made it clear on Monday how much I love Abram, but it was at this point that I was like, I hope Landon wins the whole thing. I just, I love a Cinderella story. I was like, Landon, take it home. Yeah. I was getting so excited. And... He did. The 29-seeded Landon advances to the Final Four, defeating Abram, moving on with 71.2% of the vote. He's like Barry Sanders. He like popped in for like a couple seasons. He's the best. Mm-hmm. He just does that. He wins everything. And then he's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to retire at age 28. Yeah. Or whatever. And I think people, as shown through the voting, absolutely respected that. <laughs> yeah. So the final four matchup on the left side will be the one-seeded Bananas versus the 29-seeded Landon. But before we get to the final four matchups, we'll move over to the right side of the bracket. Uh, in the upper region, the two-seeded CT defeated the 63-seeded Dan Renzi. CT advances with 100% of the vote. Nice. And that's tragic, but also correct. That he is, deserves it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I agree. But CT is not 100% better than Dan compared to Johnny being only 88% better than Josh, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it yeah. speaks to how much people love CT where everyone I agree. would vote for CT. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, the 34-seeded Killa Cam annihilated the 31-seeded Shane Landrum. Cam advances with 91.4% of the vote. Nobody's smarter than Killa She's Cam. a killer. The 18-seeded Laurel defeated the 47-seeded Julian. Uh, excuse me, Jillian. Uh, Laurel advances with 97.1% of the vote. A mere one vote thrown Jillian's way. <laughs> the 15-seeded Camilla pretty that easily still, moved. That would still piss Laurel off that she got one vote. She yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Especially since there, are, there were more than one 100% uh, voting results. And Laurel just missed out on it by one. Uh, the 15-seeded Camilla defeated the 50-seeded Big Easy, Eric Banks. Camilla advances with 77.1% of the vote. The 10-seeded Leroy defeated the 55-seeded Holly Shand. Leroy advances with 100% of the vote. The 23-seeded Ev defeated the 42-seeded Timmy. Timmy got one vote ev advances with 97.1 percent of the vote wow thought that thought that would be closer because timmy is an og legend heartbreaking yeah or i mean not even closer just more than one vote for timmy (laughs) i mean ev ev is understandably one of the best women of all time but like man tough tough draw for timmy that is real tough him Um, and dan renzi got did dirty on this yeah they did (laughs) 
in the matchup that Bryce and I personally were looking forward to the most, the 26-seeded Mike the Miz Mizanin, uh, most famous from the intro of this podcast, defeated the 39-seeded uh, stand-up comedian and podcaster Theo Vaughn. And much to my surprise, this was not close. The yeah. Miz advances with 85.3% of the vote. I guess more people watch WWE and challenge reunions than listen to yeah. Theo's podcast. Yes. Yeah, I think those Venn diagrams are probably more overlapping than Theo Vaughn's audience. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and the final matchup, the... The biggest upset numerically in the tournament was one that we all predicted, and it is the 58-seeded Emily Schramm moving past the 7-seeded Brad Fiorenza. Brad looked into this man's eyes <laughs> and saw that it wasn't going to be enough. Emily advances with 62.9% wow. of the vote. I thought it would be a little bit closer than that, but, you know, Brad just... That, it was at the time when him and Tori broke up, and he was, he was having some tough times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the quarterfinal matchups in the upper right hand region of the bracket. The two seeded CT easily moved past the 34 seeded Cam. CT wins with 96.9% of the vote. Again, thought Cam, would, uh, thought Cam would get a little more respect. She did not. Very sad for wow. my friend Cam. Do you think Cam will ever come back on the show? I do. I think so. <clears throat> I do. Uh, I hope so. She's got a win in her. Come on. She definitely has She's a win. She's got a win. Yeah, I hope I hope she comes back in like crazy shape, and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" And she's just like, she just murders everyone. I want to yeah. see it. I'm she's in. smart. She's strong. She's funny. She brings. She's they bring Leroy in as a mercenary. Yeah, just, that'd be sick. They're like, "We're bringing in a mercenary for the final," and he just runs the final. <laughs> uh, the 18 seeded Laurel defeated the 15 seeded Camilla. Laurel dominates, uh, moving on with 89.7% of the vote. The 23 seeded Ev handled the previously mentioned future mercenary, the 10 seeded Leroy. Roy Lee, that's him. He's gone. Ev advances with 75.3% of the vote. Dude, much like in real life, Ev is a surprising powerhouse. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. A lot of muscle and domination packed into that tiny body. I know. You see her walking in the visor and the, like, tennis mom haircut, and you're like... <laughs> but then you see her go head-to-head in a hall brawl or something, and... Yeah. She does look like a tennis player. That's yeah, I so mean, funny. she looks exactly like... She looks like the Weber twins from Backyard Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, and the final matchup, the 58-seeded Emily Schramm, keeping it rolling. Defeating the 26-seeded Mike the Miz Mizanin, Emily advances with 57.7% of the vote. And what is Emily but yet another tennis mom? Just a different yeah. form. <laughs> different form. Uh, so this gives us CT versus Laurel and Ev versus Emily. Uh, in the battle of CT versus Laurel, another former, pa- another pair of former, former lovers. Flames, CT wins, advances with 87% of the vote. Yeah, I mean, I'm shocked that it's that close. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing more to say. And the other matchup, 23-seeded Ev versus the 58-seeded Emily Schramm. Ev advances, moving on with 70.4% of the vote. Did they ever face each other in an elimination or anything? Because that would be an incredible elimination, Ev versus Emily. Uh, I'm going to say no. Uh, I do know that Paula has won twice. 
With and her two partners true, were yeah. Ev and Emily. And I confirmed that they never went head-to-head, Emily and Ev, at least in an elimination. So that gave us the final matchup of the two-seeded CT versus the 23-seeded Ev. And Ev gave CT his toughest matchup to date, but in the end it wasn't enough. CT advances with 80.8% of the vote. Wow. Ev is – that's incredible. I can't believe the just dominance of Ev's run. You got, I mean, you got to respect it. You got to. She was, I feel like, you know, Veronica was the first woman to rack up victories, obviously. But, like, <clears throat> you know, Ev, Ev was is, like, generation. an actual, yeah, an actual powerhouse. And she, like, isn't unbearable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Veronica. Uh, You're rude. So that takes us to the bottom right-hand side of the bracket to see who faces off with CT in the Final Four. The number three-seeded Cara Maria defeated the 62-seeded Dean Nguyen. Cara advances with 85.7% of the vote. The 30-seeded Alton defeated the 35-seeded Jenna. Alton moves on with 58.8% of the vote. This one... Wrong! R.I.P. Jenna, R.I.P. <laughs> this one was close, and then Alton... I, Jenna might have even been winning at one point, but Alton definitely pulled away the last, later in the, the day. The last stage was a cargo net, and Alton just <laughs> yeah. shimmied Shut up up. that thing. Uh, the number 19-seeded Evan defeated the 46-seeded Tina. Evan advances with 73.5% of the vote. In a bit of an upset, but only really numerically, I think, the 51-seeded Tony Reigns. It was Tony time. It was Tony time. Defeated the 14-seeded Nani. Tony advances with 60% of the vote. The 11-seeded four-time champ, Darrell Taylor, defeated the 54-seeded Cara Zavaleta. Darrell moves on with 100% of the vote. And he deserves that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Darrell, CT, and uh, Leroy were the people who got 100% of the vote in the opening round. All likable. All lovable. Yeah. Yeah. Legends. Uh, the 22-seeded Sarah Rice defeated the 43-seeded Cyrus. Sarah moves on with 94.3% of the vote. A measly two votes rolled in for Cyrus on this one. Yeah. I honestly didn't even remember Cyrus until Challenge All-Stars, so I think mm. that's deserved for Sarah. The 27-seeded Mark Long defeated the 38-seeded uh, Nelly T. Nelson loses. Mark advances with 67.6% of the vote. A victory... For Zaddy Mark Long. <laughs> and the six-seeded Derek Kosinski defeated the 59-seeded Beth. Derek moves on with only 88.2% of the vote. This That's, should have been 100. That hurts. That really Come hurts. On, that y'all. should be 100. Because you know Beth would just quit before even facing Derek in anything. Beth got you know? more votes than Dan Renzi. Are you kidding me? Our... Yeah. In our first, our first episode was two hours long, and I edited it down to one hour. In and in the, in the master cut, we did not talk about Beth at all, and she received more. She received a vote yeah. and then some. I think Beth voted. I think Beth voted think and Beth had her and had Beth her children vote. Her it was Beth, voted. her two kids, and her braces husband. <laughs> yeah, he got braces. He do. Does he? Really? But Beth. Yeah, Beth has, who was saying, oh, our friend was here this weekend, and he was like, Beth, physically, has aged like a fine wine. And I do have to agree with that. She 
She looks exactly the same as she did. She looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. She looks like a really good 40, but she has looked like a really good 40 since she was 20 years <laughs> That's old. That's so true. Yeah. That's so I think true. she looked she's... exactly like that like in fourth grade. As well. like, I yeah. think she just looked the exact same. Uh, that was our friend and attorney at Pod, Kenan McKinney, future podcast guest. Ooh. Shout out to Kenan. Hey, Kenan. Uh, okay, we move to the quarterfinals of the lower right-hand region of the bracket. The three-seeded Cara Maria defeated the 30-seeded Alton. Cara advances with 81.4% of the vote. Yeah. Thought that would have been a little closer since Alton did beat Jenna, who we all love, but guess not. Boo, I'm rooting for Cara. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Tony broke his watch. The 19-seeded... <laughs> and he always does. The 19-seeded Evan defeated the 51-seeded Tony. And, uh, Evan advances with 69. <laughs> broke it on his little brother's face. <laughs> <laughs> Tony adv- or, uh, Evan advances with 69.1% of the vote. The 11-seeded Darrell defeated the 22-seeded Sarah Rice. Darrell advances with 83.5% of the vote. What a slap in the face to Sarah that she lost so handily to Darrell. Darrell's more likable, as, I know. We, as we discussed. Darrell's like know. the most likable of the whole group, everybody arguably. I like them both, but I, I agree that everybody likes Darrell and not everybody likes Sarah. The final matchup uh, sees the Godfather, the 27-seated Mark Long, Make his exit from the tournament as he loses to Derek Kosinski. Derek advances with 75.3% of the vote. As it should be. I love Mark, but as it should be. As it should be. So this gives us a final four in the bottom half of the right-hand side of the region of Cara Maria versus Evan and Derek versus Darrell. In an extremely tight matchup that went back and forth all day. Two votes separated them in the end. And the three-seeded Cara Maria, the first ever individual winner of any challenge, defeated the 19-seeded Evan. Cara moves on with 51.9% of the vote. You know, Evan, those couple votes, that's behavioral, you know? You shouldn't have yeah. done what you did. Otherwise, you'd have won. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have won. Uh, and in a slight upset, the 11-seeded Darrell moves on past the six-seeded Derek Darrell, 67.9% of the vote. Moving into the finals of the bottom half of the region versus his former partner on Fresh Meat and his co-winner on Champs vs. Pros Season 1, Cara Maria. And this was (laughs) arguably the closest vote of the whole damn thing. But in the end, for the second matchup in a row, two votes separated Cara Maria from her opponent, but this time... She falls to Darrell. Darrell advances to the final four with 51.9% of the vote. Wow. And that, I'll say, is wrong. Cara Maria is objectively a better challenge competitor than Darrell. I would agree, and here's the argument I'll make. Darrell has four wins in a row. No one has ever done that. That's great. All four of his wins were team wins. Kara has two wins, and both of them were tougher because one was a duo win, which is hard on its own, but it was also with Jamie, her cousin, who was a rookie at the time. So that's never easy. Number two, as I alluded to earlier, her other win was a solo win and not a male winner and a female winner. This was a winner singularly, and Kara Maria won that season. It was Vendetta's. She beat out Zach. Zach finished second in that. 
So I agree. I just think, you know, but the people vote, like to rip. the vote is subjective. So Exactly. People love to rip. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think I think if you're looking at the vote as like Who's way less annoying? Darrell should win a hundred times out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Who's 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 the more impressive challenger? I guess you know. I think it is Kara, but I could see why people would vote Darrell. <laughs> I mean, I voted Darrell, so there you go. <laughs> so that gives us a final four matchup of the one seeded Johnny Bananas versus the twenty nine seeded Landon. And the two-seeded CT versus the 11-seeded Darrell. And I will say, this Final Four does make sense. Johnny Bananas, seven wins, most all-time. CT and Darrell, four wins apiece, second most all-time. Landon, three wins. That's tied, you know, with the group we mentioned earlier for third most all-time. So, you know, it makes sense in terms of wins. Yeah, I was going to say it doesn't make sense, though. Because it's crazy. It's like, I it's not what I was expecting at all. Obviously, Bananas and CT... But yeah. I thought for sure Wes would be in there. Yeah. And um, I can't remember because it couldn't have been Leroy, right? Because CT would have been him. But... Maybe Evan or De- or Derek, I feel like. Derek. We were it should have been Derek is who I, Derek. who I thought it would be. So to see Landon and Darrell in there, very happy for Darrell. Landon's cool. I don't really remember. I'd have to go back and watch those seasons, but he looks like the mayor of Whoville. And so, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's crazy. I will say it is crazy that you think about Wes, you think about Car Maria, and they've been on so many seasons of the challenge. They've got two wins each, and it just feels like they have more, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, whereas, like, Bananas and CT have, like, you know, won throughout their careers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here we go. The one-seeded Johnny Bananas versus the 29-seeded Landon. Could Bananas stave off the Landon run? He did. Four votes separated them. Johnny Bananas advances to the finals with 54.5% of wow. the vote. A tight one. That's close. Way too close, and Way I wish close. Landon had won. <laughs> I know. you almost. And, if it was going to be that close, you almost kind of wish he just won for the story, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the bracket, in a rematch from their elimination round from Invasion of the Champions, which was won by CT, who then went on to win the whole season, history repeats itself. CT, the two seed, defeated Darrell, the 11 seed. CT advances with 84.4% of the vote. See, now that's crazy, too, that it was 84.4? Yeah, the Ev... Yeah. Ev got more votes <laughs> more against votes CT than, than Darrell did. Yeah. So, again, I think it's what you were saying. It goes to, like... So, like, an Ev versus Darrell matchup? Now I'm very curious to see how that would have played out. Yeah. Because Ev got more respect against CT than Darrell did. Ev honestly seemed like she was getting the most respect out of any other woman in the bracket. I, I think she demands it, so... Yeah. So, this gives us... The matchup of the one-seeded Johnny Bananas and the two-seeded CT, as we predicted. Not how I thought we'd get there, but we got there. But we got there. So, uh, last time CT defeated Darrell in an elimination round, he went on to win the whole thing. Would that be the case? Mia predicted this was Chris's bracket to lose. Chris. Chris. (laughs) 
Chris <laughs> C.T. Tamborello and Johnny Bananas Devananzio. The one seed versus the two seed. The two faces of the challenge. The titans of reality TV. Here we go. In uh, the most votes we have ever gotten in a single round wow. in the history of the tournament podcast. Wow. You. What am I getting the out of the money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the viewership, the listenership, the votership, the friendship, the fellowship, the attorneys at pod have determined that the best challenger from MTV's The Challenge of all time Winning with 92.9% of the vote, Boston Strong, baby, no CT. 92.9%. It was not close at any point. So would Ev have beaten Johnny Bananas? <laughs> I mean, Ev is the most interesting part of this whole bracket. <clears throat> yeah, honestly, it may be. I think it's very interesting, wow. especially since... Especially since, you know, the thought the thought was that Bananas had the easy draw on the other side of the bracket, and he kind of cruised through for the most part until he got to Landon, who we didn't <laughs> even think he would be facing. Yeah. Here's the most interesting thing about that. This was our 17th tournament that we've done. And uh, CT has the highest average percentage of victory than any other previous tournament winner with uh, an average percentage of winning at 90.33%. Wow. So you're saying he's not only the best challenger of all time, he's also just the best. The best of, of all, all time. time. Yeah. He's certainly the best tournament podcast tournament winner of all time. Mm-hmm. I That is a crazy difference in votes. I can't believe that. Johnny... Johnny didn't even have a prayer. And like I said, this was, without a doubt, the most votes we had ever tabulated for one single round of any tournament we've ever done. And it still wasn't close. This would devastate Johnny Bananas in real. If he found this out, it would devastate him. He would come back on the challenge with such a chip on his shoulder. He'd probably win like four seasons in a row. (laughs) Well, as we discussed on Friday's episode of the podcast which was the special uh breaking down the history between ct and johnny bananas as it stands currently kind of in our eyes bananas is up three to two ct by winning the tournament podcast has evened it up three to three so they got to do one more season together (laughs) where they run the final head to head and that will be the ultimate determinant who's better CT or bananas. They should just do a mini season where it's just them doing challenges. They just like go head yeah. to head, and whoever gets the most daily wins or whatever before the final gets like a two minute head start or whatever. Yeah, I know. Um, I know this idea has been thrown around both in like the challenge Reddit and like on Twitter and just kind of in the ether, and also from bananas himself. But I would love to see a, a, a season of the challenge where there's like. You, you pick your team going in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like Team Bananas, Team West, Team CT, Team Cara Maria, Emily Schramm gets a team, you know, whatever. And and so it's kind of like Battle of the Seasons where there's maybe eight teams of four, but you, it's not by season, it's by, like, crew. 
Like yeah. la- the Lavender Ladies would be a team. Team Young Buck, mm. Bananas, Leroy, Cam, and Nani. That I could see that as a team. Please. You know, That'd be so funny. That would all. That also just in itself would create more drama because people would be like, you didn't pick me for your team, Wes, or whatever. You know, just yeah. start more fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congratulations to Chris. Chris. Uh, <laughs> who's looking cute as hell on the latest season. <laughs> looking incredible. Hope, hopefully we get CT's fifth win right here and back-to-back victories for the big fella. He truly looks yeah. to be in the best shape of his life. Which is he crazy. Does. Which is yeah. crazy because he just won like two of the past three seasons. Yeah. And this, he looks even scarier now. This is wild. I would be frightened. He probably feels so light on his feet right now. Like Yeah. He's a, that guy's a major athlete. He is a major athlete. One of Boston's best of all time. And yeah. yet, both girls who have won both eliminations have chosen Devin, Devin. as their new partner. <laughs> I know. Who I love, Let's go! Who I love, worship, and adore, but is in the worst shape he's ever been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing so. is better than Devin celebrating after they pick him, though. Yeah, it's so funny. It's Devin in the green room. More than CT. <laughs> more than Kyle. More than whoever. It's just... Please, everybody, check out Season 37 of MTV's The Challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies, every Wednesday on MTV at 8 p.m. Pacific and Eastern Standard Time. (laughs) That's it for this episode. Uh, Nia, next week... Oh, my God. Well, I guess Friday we'll have have a very special episode. (laughs) We'll do a little mini-tourney, to-be-determined mini-tourney. But, Nia, what is next week's bracket all about? Mm. You guys... Next week's uh, we didn't plan this, but back to back this week we did Trent's favorite thing, and next week we're doing my favorite thing. Oh, next week's tournament is which Beach Boys album is the best Beach Boys album, and to my great honor, shock, and excitement, we will be having Wyatt Funderburk on, and he is the host of the Salon podcast, which. I love is like the best Beach Boys podcast in the biz, and he um, is a musician himself. And if you're in the community, you absolutely many, know who Wyatt is. Beach Boy podcasts are in the biz. There's a few. Um, but I mean, honestly, there's like a hundred challenge podcasts, so there's probably that's true. Thousands. Two hundred Beach Boy podcasts. If yeah. you're if you're in the Beach Boy community, then you know who Wyatt is. So I'm really honored that he said yes when I asked him to be on it. Um, just remember that I tried really hard to get the bracket right. I'm sure it's wrong, yeah. but I'm hoping that Wyatt will disagree with me very, respectfully on some things so that we can talk intelligently about it. Very <laughs> funny Very funny that uh, you worked very hard, reached out, and were excited and honored when Wyatt accepted our invitation to the podcast. Yet this week I told Bryce he was going to be on the podcast, didn't even ask him. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I'm a sheep. I go where I'm called. And <laughs> I'm really good at taking direction. Yeah. I'm not good at right. formulating a plan. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Thanks for joining us on uh, this little journey called Tourney. Maybe by the outro of the episode, um, we'll have a decision on what the mini tourney is. So if you listen to the very last second yeah. of the podcast, you can find out what Friday's episode is going to be all about. Um, but otherwise, congrats to Chris. Chris, we love you. Chris. Watch the challenge and remember may, may the, the thing with the, the most votes win. win. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen.
A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TheTourneyPod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Friday to hear about our special mini-tourney, which Austin Powers movie is the best Austin Powers movie.